Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teachatluke.co.uk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is part two of the runners-up uh, interviews that I did uh, recently. Um, listen to part one of this to get the sort of background story and the context, which I'm sure that you already know anyway. Um, but uh, this is part two, and in this one, you're going to hear my interviews with uh, Yannick from Switzerland, um, Aritz from Spain, Phil from Italy, and finally Javier from Spain. Okay, I explained in the first part that there, on some of these recordings, there's a bit of a delay. Okay, there's a li- little bit of a delay, which means that my interviewee's response is slightly delayed and it sounds like I'm um, speaking over them a little bit, um, which is annoying. It's, it sounds like I'm rudely sort of cutting them off or speaking over people, um, which I find very irritating, but there's not really anything I can do about it because I can't really go back and do the interviews all over again because none of us have got enough time. So instead, we just have to tolerate a slight technical problem, uh, which is that, for example, when my interviewee speaks... I don't give them enough time at the end and I seem to cut them off, but it's just because of a delay, which wasn't there during the interview, but then somehow appeared during the recording. It's just, it's not too bad. It just makes it sound like I'm rude, which is a little bit annoying. Anyway, um, if I keep talking about it, I'll make it worse than it actually is. And after a while, you don't really notice. But anyway, I thought I'd just mention that. Right. So let's carry on. We're now going to hear from uh, my next interview, which was with Yannick from Switzerland. So here is my conversation with Yannick. Hello, Yannick. Hello, Lou. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. And Very you? well, thank you. Very well. How does it feel to be on Luke's English podcast? Uh, it feels great. Uh, I didn't expect me to be on your podcast, but... Feels great. I'm a bit nervous, but yeah, I'm very excited. Okay. How often do you speak to native speakers of English, Yannick? Uh, very rarely. I didn't even speak once to a native speaker. Really? No, I, te- I speak with my teachers, but that's not the same thing, I think. Yeah. So this is the first time you've ever spoken to a native speaker of English? Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad to be the first. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say it right now at the beginning, congratulations for winning for oh. winning your group in this competition. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was head-to-head, I think. I won because of one single uh, vote. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm very lucky about that, but uh, yeah, it was head-to-head. I think so. I think it was very close, but you just won by one vote, I believe. Um, yeah. Right, so first of all... Let's see. Now, I know your dad. That's, in fact, uh, a bit funny because um, I, th- I guess you found the podcast because your dad yeah. suggested it to you. Is that right? Uh, 
Exactly. Okay, all right. So I know your dad, Edgar, because I taught him at the London School of English uh, some time ago, a few years ago. So he recommended that you listen to my podcast, did he? Exactly. All right, that's very nice of him. Um, Well, let's see. So my listeners don't really know much about you except for what they heard in your recording. So maybe you can just tell us a couple of things. How old are you, Yannick? Uh, I'm 15 and a half years old. As I said, in the, I live in the area of Zurich, in uh, Zug, mm-hmm. uh, to be specific. Um, yeah, I still go to school. I go to college. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do any of your friends listen to my podcast, or is it just you? Yeah, uh, there is one friend called Samuel, yeah. and he's listening to it as well. Oh, great. So what did you suggest it to him? Yes. Right, thank you very much for uh, you know expanding my my audience there slightly. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, right. So, fifteen and a half years old. I think you must be one of the youngest uh, listeners I've got. Although I know I I know I've got some some other sort of uh, youngsters listening to the podcast. I think someone out there is thirteen. Someone else who who entered the competition is thirteen years old. I can't remember all the the names now, but um, we are, I, you know obviously Luke's English podcast is popular with uh, everybody, young and old alike, and middle aged, and everyone in between. Um, so what are you doing these days? You're at uh, you're at college or at school now? Which one is it? Uh, I'm at. I'm at college. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, going to college because I want to go to university later, yeah. and uh, you know I have to pass the uh, the exams that allow me to go to university. So that's why I'm doing okay. it. Okay. So um, what's the plan? What do you want to do at university? I don't really know. I think I'll probably study law or oh, something yeah, like really? that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's quite an intensive course to do, but very useful. Yeah, it's very useful. You can go when you have studied law. I think you can go wherever you want. Mm. You can go to the economical sector, or yeah, you can stay. You can even become a judge or something. Yeah. Would you like to be yeah. a judge? You could have one of those hammers. That could be quite cool. Yeah, they're quite cool, but I don't know. Lawyer, a lawyer is okay. I That's think. enough. But judge, judge is a bit. Uh, you know, you're very under pressure, I think, mm. as a judge, because you sort of decide what people's life go in which direction they go, and I think that's yeah, it's quite hard. It must be yes. If you've got a very difficult yeah. decision to make, whether you send someone to prison yeah. for a long time or not, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But at least at the end, you get to whack a hammer down on a, on a yeah, wooden that's thing. That's the point. That's the point, yeah. <laughs> so despite the pressure, there are perks to that job. You get to wear like yeah. an awesome wig. Do they wear wigs in Switzerland? Um, no, I don't think so. In, in England, they do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They still do. Still wearing the wigs and, and gowns as well. That's where traditional in Swiss. I don't think they... They wear, uh, they wear some kind of... 
Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, from what I know, yeah. the Swiss uh, judges and lawyers don't wear the wigs. In fact, not many not many people do. But in in the in the UK, they definitely do. And yeah. if you go to the courts in London and you stand outside, you know, you can actually visit the courts and see the the trials take place, and you see the judges and barristers walking around in their wigs and gowns, and it's uh, it's pretty cool actually. When you see it, it's like, whoa, that's quite awesome. You know, these, these old-fashioned yeah. traditional things still exist. And in fact, they've been given the option to get rid of them a few times. And it seems that everyone yeah. quite likes having them. So they're still there. I suppose it gives you a sense of prestige uh, or something. Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay, maybe a lawyer in the future, but maybe not a judge. Yeah. All right. That's great. I bet people ask you about the future all the time. You must be sick of talking about the future. Uh, no, I think it's very important to to think about your future because, yeah, that's, these are quite important years of my life. Uh, I actually create create my later life mm. right now. So, yeah, I think it's really important that you know in which direction you. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, I also understand that you're going to go and live in the states, aren't you? This is a, this is probably a uh, a way to improve your English. Is yeah. yeah. I'm going uh, for an exchange year, and I'm going to live with um, with my host uh, father. It's not a family, but it's a father. Yeah. And uh, yeah, mainly going to go there in order to improve my English, of course, but also to improve my own personality. <laughs> it's going to be very cool, I think. Yeah. Okay. What do you expect it to be like? I mean, what do you what do you think the good and bad things will be like about leaving your home and going to the States and living with a, a like living in another house away from your family? What do you expect the good and bad things to, to be about that experience? Well, I think in the first one or two months, I think everything will be awesome. Everything will seem like a film or something. And um, I probably get a culture shock when I'm there for about two or three months and realize, okay, I saw enough, I want to go home. Mm. But uh, I'm generally looking real forward to that Yes, time. I expect so, yeah. It must be, st- I mean, if you, if this is like the first time you've spoken to a native speaker, I mean, yeah. that you'll just be speaking to native speakers all the time, just morning, noon, yeah. afternoon. It's very good. Yeah, it'll be a very, yeah. very good experience for your English. It's a very good idea. Yeah. It's, it's a very wise move because, I mean, that year at, at your age, you'll be, what, 16, 17 at that point? 16 and a half years. A year year of English at that age is going to pay off a lot in the future, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Whereabouts are you going to go again? Rochester. Uh, Rochester. Okay. Rochester, that's in the state of New York. Uh, It's just below Lake Ontario, I think. Mm -hmm. Near the Canadian border, near to Niagara Falls, which is an amazing thing to see. Yeah. I I have... I haven't seen them yet, but I'm certainly going to see them. I, I think, think so. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you got if you went to Niagara in like the first few weeks of being there. It's incredible, just the pure volume of water that goes over the 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 waterfall every hour. It's just um, it's incredible. You saw that? Yeah, I went there in 1997. I was at the on the Canadian side. 
Uh, yeah. I did a, a trip across Canada um, with my cousin, and we spent a month traveling across Canada. We thought, mm-hmm. we thought, yeah, we'll just travel across Canada for a month. We didn't realize just how big it is. Uh, we spent a lot of the time sitting on on Greyhound buses. Yeah. One of the journeys took us thirty three hours in one journey. <laughs> Yeah, the thing about Canada, it's a massive country, but I think the population is very small, I think. Yeah, well, compared to the size, like the ratio between the yeah. size of the place and the number of people living there is actually quite sort of, you know, it's quite small population. Uh, yeah. I think most most of people live just above border. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, there are obviously people who live further up to the north, but yes, yeah. it's mainly concentrated just on the border. I suppose because it's just so cold up there in the in the winter. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. I think you might get a little bit cold in Rochester. Yeah, I think. Well, it's it's uh, basically the same temperature like in Switzerland. So uh, they have about zero degrees in winter and twenty five degrees in oh, summer. Okay. That's yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. So tell me about your English, Yannick. You said in your recording that, um, what, like several years ago, you, you couldn't really understand anything that you listened to in my podcast. Yeah. So I, I'm quite curious to know, what was it that made you keep listening? Like, let's say you were listening to the first few episodes and you kind of didn't really understand it. Why did you keep going? Or how did you manage to keep going if you didn't understand Obviously, it's paid off because now, you know, you can understand what I'm saying and you can communicate with yeah. me. But uh, in those sort of uh, a couple of years ago, what was it that kept you going listening to the podcast? You know, I knew that uh, speaking English is very important and you have to you have to uh, be able to speak, to communicate in mm. English. So I just kept that in mind and I, yeah. So attempted to care, to keep going, um, and suddenly I understood uh, most of of your uh, of your how do you say what you said, and um, yeah, and now I slowly see the benefit in it. So it's real great. Okay, well, good. I'm very glad. And uh, say hi to Samuel for me as well, would you? Yeah, I'll, I'll do All right. this. Okay, great. Yannick, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you. And uh, best of luck for the future. Thank Have you. an amazing time in America. Thank you. All right. Um, well, I think that's all we have time for, I'm afraid. Uh, so it's just uh, all that remains for me to say is uh, goodbye, good luck, and uh, may the force be with you. Thank you. Okay, okay. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, Yannick. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. That was Yannick, the young man with his the future ahead of him. What an exciting time it must be. I should also say at this point that Yannick asked me to say thank you to anyone who voted for him in the competition. Uh, for some reason, it slipped his mind during our conversation, but he did um, ask me to tell you thank you for your votes. So let's move on then with my next conversation with the next YEP runner-up. And this is Aritz from Spain. Unfortunately, this conversation suffers from that slightly annoying technical problem where there's a slight delay or it makes it sound like I'm uh, sort of cutting people off or interrupting them. Uh, So I hope that doesn't bother you too much. Anyway, let's now listen to my chat with Aritz from Spain. Hello, Aritz. 
Hello, Luke. How are you doing? How are you doing? Fine, fine. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Me too. Good, good to talk to you. Yeah, and um, <laughs> okay, talking to almost a star. Oh, almost a star. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> nearly, nearly a star. Two hundred more episodes, and you will, you will be a. Maybe if I play my cards right, who knows? This could be the the uh, route to stardom, if that's what I want. I'm not sure if it is, but we'll see. Um, so, Aritz, welcome to Luke's English Podcast. Thank you. For the second time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you won your group in the competition. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. How does it feel to uh, not only have won your group, but also to be featured on the podcast today? How does it feel? It's, it's a bit weird to be to be here, honestly. You know, mm. uh, one year, well, more than a year, year and a half, just listening to you and now to be part of this is is not weird. It's really weird. Yeah. It's strange, but yeah, it's a good a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever expect yeah. to be actually featured on the podcast like this one day? Oh, never, no. Well, well, here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> where where are you at the moment, Terence? Well, at this moment I'm in, in London, I live in London, I came here 19 months ago, and I'm in, exactly in Stockwell, in South London, oh, yeah. uh, just watching the cars in the street, and in, in front of my laptop, and, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's where I am. Yeah. How is it? Is it is it grey and raining, or is it actually a bit sunny there? Uh, well, it's been a rainy days. Yesterday was hopeful, and, and last days as well, and the weekend. Today is a bit better. It's cloudy as always in London, but it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's getting cold. Uh, yes, winter, winter is coming. Uh, sorry yeah. about the weather, Aritz. I mean, uh, you know. I don't, I, well, you know, you come, when you come to live to London or to UK, you know uh, yeah. where you come. So this, the weather is not the the worst the, the worst thing you uh, you can you can find in London. Really, what do you think is the worst? Opinion, uh, they, they, what, what's yeah? the worst thing then, in your opinion? The worst thing of living in London, I think, in my opinion, what uh, I think is it's so hard to 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 meet with people, to move. You you spend so many so much time in, in buses in, in tube just traveling to get to some places and, and it's I think it's the worst of all yeah. it's a huge city right a huge city and when you you have to plan to do something you have to think about ages before because yeah yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's the, it's the worst thing yeah. of all. Yeah. I, yeah. I can tell that you're in Stockwell because I can hear police cars in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> it's normal. It's like every time I'm in Stockwell, there's always police cars. In fact, sometimes I because I've got a friend who lives there, uh, and my brother used to live there for a while. Sometimes I recorded episodes in Stockwell, and on every single episode that I did in Stockwell, there are police sirens in the background. Yeah, there are lots. Of yeah, it's always police. Some people say it's a a bit rough mm. area between mm. Clapham, but I think well, I think it's quite safe. I I quite like Stockwell myself, yeah. and I, yeah. I like Brixton as well. I think it's a really cool place. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. All right. So you're in London now. You are from Spain, and which part of Spain are you from exactly? Again, I'm from Pamplona. Right. Pamplona is a small town in the north, very close to France, 
uh, Basque Country or all this area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what is it that whenever you say to people in England, for example, that you come from Pamplona, what do people always talk to you about or ask you about? Well, uh, basically, they if they well, they think they, they they think about the festival, uh, bulls, uh, <laughs> crazy people, and they, they, they are right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the there are people they well they don't know, uh, but uh, most of the people knows about this a bit about the the city and the festival we've got. There. Right. You're talking about the festival which involves running with the bulls, uh, yes, which happens yes. in July, doesn't it? You said to me. Yeah, it's for a week. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's not just the bulls. I mean, this is a festival of music and, and bands in the streets and, and millions of things to do. But it's yeah, we can say it's it's, it's all around around, around the, the bull and the yeah, this thing is right. the, the bulls. It happens every every morning, early every, every day. Every morning, every day of the festival. So this is, I think, okay. is probably the most famous thing about this this festival. And um, I'm sorry if I'm sort of being predictable, but uh, I am going to ask you some questions about it because it's kind of famous around the world. And it must, it, it's quite fascinating, just the idea that every morning during this festival, uh, bulls are released into the town and the young men of the town run around, run through the streets, uh, trying to avoid being killed, basically, by these, these bulls which have been set free yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. you've done this haven't you yeah, I've done it yeah, yeah. For, I started with 17 years old and now I'm 35 so it's been 19th year right. running. so how many times do you estimate that you've done it Around could be around eighty more every every year every festival around five six runnings so more or less yeah Right, more or less 80, uh, 80 times. That's incredible. And, I mean, isn't it incredibly dangerous? I mean, you know, have you ever been injured or anything? Uh, well, it is dangerous. It's, it's really dangerous, yeah. Uh, you have to know the rules. You have to know a bit about the what's going on there inside these two, three, four minutes. Yeah. And it's the best way to avoid to be, to, to be injured or... or or to, to, to have an accident. Mm. You are not free to, to, to fall down or, or even to get caught by, by, by a bull, but if you, you know what's going on there, well, you're going to be a bit safe. Yes. So, you, and, sorry. No. so you've never had a situation where, for example, you've been actually hit by a bull or, or anything? No, it's, it's quite common to, to, to fall down to the floor and, and to have some... some what do you say? Some it, uh, like an injury, like a small in yeah, small injury. Yeah, small injury. That's quite common, but not serious, serious stuff. And yeah. Yeah. okay, I think the people with having more problems used to be the the foreigners. Uh, there are loads of Australian people there. Americans and yeah, yes. and it's the tourists who often get injured. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I guess they uh, they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's fascinating. Is it is it Pamplona where you have the tomatoes as well? No. Sorry, no, sorry no. that's a. Cl- everybody, everybody told me about the the tomato festival. No, no. It's this. The tomato is in in Buñol. It's in well. I'm not very sure what is it. It's, it's nothing to do with. All right. I, Sorry. No, no, it's, it's completely. Different. I've just made a huge, like, uh, cliched mistake, <laughs> no, haven't no. I? I bet everyone does that. Must be very annoying for you. 
Okay. All right. Um, oh, I see. All right. Well, it's amazing that you. Do, uh, I mean, I'm sorry to focus on the bull, the bull running, but um, you know, for the rest of the world, it's quite an interesting. Uh, I think. I hope people, anyone, uh, get uh, offended by this, this uh, about the bull because I know there is there is a big. A quite, uh, it's a quite. Uh, you, can you say polemic? Or yeah, it's a, it's it's controversial, it's, controversial, controversial stuff. So I think, well, it's just. Uh, yeah, it can be a subject that divides people's opinions. If you start talking about bullfighting or even running with the bulls, there will always be some people who, you know, quite passionately disagree with the the whole event, particularly the yeah. bullfighting, because you know it's it's there's a big argument about it in Spain at the moment that some people believe that bullfighting should be banned because of the cruelty to the to the to the bulls, and yet other yeah. people you know see it as a tradition, and so there's always going to be some controversy surrounding it. Um, so I suppose yes, in London, do, do people sometimes mention that to you? Yeah, yeah. It's when we talk about this, yeah, it's one of the typical things we, we you talk about the yeah the suffering of the bulls. I don't like particularly the way the the, the bulls suffer. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bit disgusting. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's hard to, to <laughs> as I told you before, it's hard to talk about this this. Yeah. This, this is, yeah, especially not in, in your own language. Uh, yeah. as, yes, I can imagine, yes. <laughs> I, I need more vocabulary, I need more words to, to spend myself properly. Right? right, I'm forcing you to talk about a very sensitive <laughs> no, subject right, in a foreign right. language. Um, right. we're, we're nearly out of time, Aritz, but uh, did you have anything that you wanted to say to me or to ask me or to say to the listeners of the podcast before we well, say goodbye? I would like to say thank you for uh, people who vote me. I think most of them were friends of mine. Mm -hmm. I would like to say hello to my brother Iñaki and my sister-in-law Isis yeah. uh, uh, in Pamplona. Uh, I don't know. Uh, can you can you say any word in Spanish, maybe, Luke? I'm afraid that the Spanish that I speak is very revealing and it, re it <laughs> reveals me to be a very typical English person who uh, um, spent some time on holiday in Spain and just ordered beer and hamburgers and chips. So I can, <laughs> I can order a hamburger and chips badly, um, which I think is something along the lines of uno hamburguesa e patatas fritas e... Eh, por favor, por favor eh, una cerveza, por favor. <laughs> but I, I understand that that's extremely um, uh, stereotyped version of, Engli of an Englishman. Also, I can I can say dónde están los sombreros? Dónde están los? Yeah, where are the hats? It's a very useful phrase. Exactly. If you if you're in Spain and you need to know where the hats are. You can survive with this. Exactly. I just, I that. took Spanish at, you know, well, it's, I did some Spanish lessons when I was at university, uh, but uh, for various reasons, the only phrase that I remember is donde esta los sombreros. I think, I think it's because, uh, for two reasons. One is that um, I was a terrible student and I didn't go to a lot of my lessons. Instead, I stayed at home in my bedroom playing The Legend of Zelda on my Nintendo. And the other reason is because my Spanish teacher was absolutely terrible. She was a complete disaster. She was English, but she spoke Spanish fluently and she was like the most disorganized teacher I've ever seen in my whole life it was hilarious um so those are my excuses for not speaking spanish very well well i don't blame you yeah all right um aritz i think that uh we've run out of time it's been great to speak okay. to you 
So it's been an honor to be here. Yeah. Oh, well, you're welcome. Um, yeah. And uh, I hope that you have a nice evening and keep listening to Luke's English podcast and say hello to your, uh, it's your sister and your brother-in-law, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, my brother, uh, Nyaki, and my sister-in-law, oh, okay. is it? Yeah. Your brother and your sister-in-law. Okay, well, I'd, I'd like to say both hello to both of them because I believe that they listen to the podcast too. Yeah, yeah massive fan. Oh, wow, brilliant. Excellent. Okay, great. Well, um, lovely to speak to you and uh, take care. Have a good evening. Okay, it's been a pleasure. All right. All right, then. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Bye. So that was Aritz living in London. Let's move straight on with the next interview. This is the penultimate one in this episode. And this is Phil from Italy. And here it is. Hello, Phil. Hello again. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. Um, yeah, what about <laughs> I'm you? I'm fine, thank you very much. Uh, it's a Friday morning, isn't it, uh, right now as we uh, speak to each other? Um, yes, it What is. are you doing this morning, Phil? Well, I'm actually studying at the moment. Yes. What are you yeah. studying? Well, I'm studying cardiology. Right, because you're doing a medicine qualification, aren't you? Yeah. Does this mean that you're going to be a doctor one day? Hopefully, yes. Okay. <laughs> Any particular kind of doctor? Well, uh, I'd like to be a surgeon, actually. Wow, really? Wow, that's yeah. cool. Doesn't That's obviously an awesome job, but um, for me, I think being a surgeon would be quite stressful, don't you think? Yes, it is, and it is quite mm, dangerous under um, uh, under pressure. Uh, under pressure, and you have to mm, under a low uh, low point of view. I mean, mm. uh, legal right. Point there are legal view. issues related to it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes there are. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, good luck being, becoming a surgeon, Phil. Good luck with that. Um, so you're studying cardiology this morning. Yeah. Right. What's cardiology? Can you explain? Well, it's just the studying of uh, diseases related to the heart. Um, right. It's quite various. It could um, relate to um, valvular um disease or just uh, uh, infarction and uh, um, ischemic issues right. what about if what about if your your girlfriend leaves you oh that's uh, an heart attack <laughs> i don't suppose you you ever have to deal with that i mean uh, i don't know if technically that counts as uh, cardiology <laughs> a broken heart yeah. Um, so, all right, before we go any further, Phil, I should say congratulations for winning your group in the uh, competition. Congratulations. Thank you, Luke. Um, uh, Luke, and I'd like to thank all the people who voted for me um, because I wouldn't be here without oh, them. That's very nice. Um, how does it feel to be on Luke's English podcast, Phil? Well, it, it feels kind of strange because... Uh, <laughs> I can't understand what's going on, actually. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that these will be uploaded and I'll be able to listen this back. And, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it must be really weird, right? If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time and suddenly you discover that you're actually on it. How how many... Uh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like if I uh, knew you, I mean, it's like that. Uh, it's as if you are one of my friends because I, I've listened to pretty much all of your podcasts yeah. and uh, I feel like I, I know you, but obviously you don't know me and that's, that's strange. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's really kind of a weird phenomenon, this, this thing. Yeah. Um, it's really, really strange. And I think podcasting, I mean, it's a bit like radio, but in a way it's never been done before. It's quite a new thing. This way that we can get in touch with people yeah. so easily. Um, it, it's, it's, it is very odd. Yeah. So how long have you been listening to the podcast, by the way? Uh, since 2012. Okay. All right. So you kind of caught it yeah. in the middle, but you've listened to all of the episodes you say. Uh, yeah, I, I've listened to all of them and um yeah i probably can't remember um part of each episode uh if you ask me no don't worry i'm not going to test you on your on your <laughs> ability to remember every detail of uh, each episode of the podcast don't worry in fact um i can't remember either um, I can't remember all of the details and all the things that have happened in each episode. In fact, that's... That, well, I think it's physiological. Yes, I expect so, yeah. I'm sure that that's obvious sometimes because I expect that I repeat myself. Um, but uh, who knows? Do you have a particular favourite episode, the one that you like the most? Yes, absolutely. It's hip-hop lyrics analysis. Oh, right. It's fantastic, yeah. Well, okay, because not many people say that. Usually people say things like the the Pink Gorilla story or the swearing episode or something. But okay, you like the hip-hop one. Yeah, I mean, um, the Pink pink Gorilla story, it's, um, it's fantastic. I mean, but uh, hip-hop lyrics analysis is has a special part in my heart. <laughs> okay, what why do you say that, I wonder? What is it that you like about it? Well, because I, I like the genre. I like uh, listening to hip-hop music. And uh, but as you can probably infer, mm. uh, it's difficult for me to understand mm. what they say. So um, I'd like to have someone who explains the lyrics to me right uh, like that i'd like to yeah right i see so it kind of help that i kind of went through that track uh, my mind's playing tricks on me by the ghetto boys yeah Did you already know yeah. that that track uh no actually uh i didn't um i, I think it's it, it was quite old for yeah. me um i uh when I started to listen to rap music, um, uh, that that song was quite old. Yeah, it's from the 90s. It's like a classic bit of 90s hip-hop. That's my favourite era of hip-hop is the 90s stuff. I think the kind of mid to late 90s was just the best time for hip-hop, in my opinion. Um, and that track is just uh, yeah. a classic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Um all right. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about where you are. You're in Italy, aren't you? Yes, I'm in Italy. I live in uh, northern Italy, near uh, Pavia, okay. uh, where I study. And um, Yeah, it's quite a rural 
uh, place. Uh, it's the, the land is just uh, the the uh, it's part of the O Valley, okay. so it's a valley, yeah. and uh, there are crops and uh, uh, stuff like where, that. I mean, where is it near? I mean, is it near a place that we would know? Uh, yes, uh, Pavia. Okay, okay. Whereabouts is that? Because I think most people um, in the world listening to this will know some of the main, big, famous yeah, places. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite near Milan. Okay, I see, I see where it is, Pavia, just south of Milan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. That's brilliant. And um, so, I guess Milan is quite clear, close to the mountains. Do you get to go skiing in the winter and stuff? Uh, Yes, yeah, sometimes I, I I do snowboarding. Um, That's on, yeah, um, um, and yeah, I I, I love it. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, I don't suppose like people when they think of Italy, they immediately think of snowboarding. You know, people think of stuff like Rome and pizza and uh, like the you know stuff like that, but not necessarily snowboarding. No, I mean the landscape is quite various. Uh, even if the country is, not, is quite small, I mean compared to other countries. Yes, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, you've got like the mountains in the north, and you've got like the the uh, very hot parts of the south. Is is it true that there's like a sort of um, a north south divide in Italy? Is there a difference between the north and the south? Well, there is. Um, um, in fact, uh, south, southern Italy is um, less industrialized, mm. and uh, so it's uh, considered to be poorer right. than northern Italy. So um, from that, um, yeah. everything, uh, uh, and so. I mean, that's the point. Okay. So you've got like the sort of slightly poorer, more uh, rural parts of the south, and then the north is like the industrial, um, more developed area, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's also a little bit colder in the north, isn't it? Is that right? It is. Um, yeah. As you said, um, the the nearer you get to mountains, the colder you 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 are yeah yeah okay so i suppose the skiing and snowboarding season is going to start pretty soon which is awesome and it's the same in france actually because they've got the mountains to the east of france so there's you know in the winter everyone goes skiing and stuff but i'm kind of i'm a bit rubbish i have been skiing a few times but because i'm from england you know we don't really have mountains where you can go skiing there so skiing for me is like a bit of a a new thing so whenever i go skiing i spend most of my time just falling on my ass in the snow uh, which is quite, <laughs> it's quite good fun. Yeah, you have to improve, and then you'll be able to enjoy that yeah. more. Do you think I should snowboard instead of skiing? Oh, it's hard, um, and at the beginning you just get hurt. Really? So you have to be mentally prepared. I see. For that. Okay. So I have to be prepared to fall on my ass even more if I start snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll bear that in mind. Um, I think that's pretty much all we have time for, Phil. It's fine. It's, uh, it's really great to speak to you, and congratulations again. Thank you, thank you. And um, 
I guess uh, I guess that's it then. All right. So I hope you enjoy listening to all the other episodes of the podcast that I uh, upload in the future. I think that you haven't listened to episode two hundred and twenty-four or two hundred and twenty-five yet. Uh, yes, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. Yet. All right. Well, I hope that, I hope that you I hope you find them enjoyable and interesting in some way. Um, so, Phil from Italy, thank you very much for talking to me on Luke's English podcast. Congratulations again. Thanks, and and, um, and I guess it's just uh, just time for me to say goodbye to you now. Okay, goodbye, yeah, Luke. Thanks a lot, Phil. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So that was Phil from Italy, who I expect immediately got back to his uh, studies to become a, a doctor, is studying medicine, which I think is a very com- commendable thing to do. It's very difficult to study medicine. Right, so this is now the last one uh, in this series of uh, runner-up interviews, and this is Javier from Spain, who you will remember from uh, the uh, his original recording. Is He told lots of jokes, and he had like a bunch of kids uh, in the episode. Um, so I spoke to him a little bit about that. So now let's listen to my conversation with Javier from Spain. Hello, Javier. Hello. Hello how Fine. Are you? How are you? <laughs> Good. Well. Welcome to Luke's English podcast. Oh, thank you very much. What an honor. <laughs> how does it feel to be uh, on the podcast like this? Well, it's amazing. Really? <laughs> well, I don't know if I would if I will listen to myself <laughs> in in some days in your pod, on your podcast. It's great. It's Does great. It, does Thank it feel strange to, to hear yourself on the podcast like the, the last time when you were in, uh, what was it, episode? I can't remember which episode you were in, but uh, did it feel... Uh, the fourth, fourth one, one, I think. Yeah. The fourth one. Did it feel a bit strange to hear yourself on the show? Uh, yeah, very strange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, not very, I'm not very used to listening to myself. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it must be pretty weird. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. And I should say uh, congratulations as well. Um, you know, Thank you very much. Well done for winning your group. Um, how do you, how do you uh-huh. feel having won such a prestigious uh, prize? How does it feel? Well, it it's feel wonderful, amazing. It's a pity that my gang cannot be with me ah. but it was it was quite difficult to gather really? them with me i was going to ask you about all those children actually um so yeah, yeah my listeners will remember that um when you were uh, featured in the competition that you recorded yourself along with a bunch of kids so how many of those yeah. children are yours exactly yes uh, two daughters mm-hmm. so two girls uh, are mine mm-hmm. uh, blanca and maria uh, the two girls who speak, who spoke yeah. the first, uh, and well, I don't know if you noticed the accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, the third one is uh, another girl called Blanca, but she's from the United States. Right. The fourth one was um, Fernando, who also lives in the United States, uh-huh. and the fifth one is Scott. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Spain, but uh, he is uh, the son of a very good Scottish friend of right. mine. Okay. So he's got a little bit of Scottish accent. Yeah, I did hear a few different accents there. So do you have a, do you have a connection <laughs> to, to the US then or to New York City in particular? Yeah, because uh, a cousin of mine went to live there like 10 years ago. Mm. 
and now he's well he's american and he has to he has two daughters and uh, no one one son and a daughter and but that's my connection because uh, well i went to the united states i lived for five months oh. there when i was 18 yeah. but it you know that doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> with my <laughs> with my cousin living there and so when when my cousin comes to spain uh, he goes to Pamplona. It's a town in the north of yeah. Spain, where my family where my family comes from. But uh, when he passes uh, by Madrid, uh, he comes to visit me with with his wife and his his children. Okay. All right, that sounds very nice. That sounds great. So, yeah. so you're in Madrid then? Yeah, I live in Madrid. Now I'm in Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> a week ago I was in Mexico, right. <laughs> but now today I'm in Madrid. You spent yeah. um, quite a long time in Mexico, didn't you, working there? Well, uh, yeah, I, I spent one month in Mexico. Well, not not that's not a long time, but <laughs> it was it was for me far from my <laughs> yeah. family. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, working there with with a ministry there ministry or secretary i don't know how you well call it. it depends i mean a ministry perhaps if it's like a basically a government uh, institution um um yeah i would say a ministry secretary normally is the is um one person uh, one official ah. um uh, civil servant who works in the government mm -hmm. uh, a, a, yeah, a state secretary might not be um might not be voted for that's usually mm -hmm. a minister, mm -hmm. but a, a state secretary yeah. is just a high-ranking civil servant who works for the government in some way. Yeah, uh -huh. it's a strange because in in Spanish, in Castilian Spanish, mm -hmm. we say ministerio, which is almost the same as ministry, yeah. but in Mexico they say secretaria, which is almost the same as secretary. Right, right. <laughs> so, so I thought maybe it was in American English they say secretary, and in British English you say well, ministry. Well, we, I, did, actually, I don't know. Do have the word secretariat, which is, we're we're um, huh? we're going down a uh, a little uh, what like a vocabulary uh, tangent here. Let me just I'm just going to Google <laughs> the word secretariat. Actually, no, I don't. You know what? I don't need to Google it. Because I'm pretty sure it's a ministry. Which ministry was it, by the way, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, co communication and transport. I see, okay. So that's dealing with uh -huh. roads and uh, infrastructure and stuff. Uh, yeah, because I work as a railway engineer ah. and we were, yes, uh, helping the Mexican ministry to, well, to some certain tasks. I cannot speak too much right. about that. It's classified. <laughs> It's classic. You tell me, but you'd have to kill me. I'm not. I'm not a spy. <laughs> right, <okay>. but <laughs> I look like. <laughs> you really? You're working in a government ministry with secret information that you can't share. Sounds like you're a spy, Javier. Sounds like it. More or less. More or less. I'm going to become a spy in, in okay, two months. Right. You're a government. You're a government <laughs> agent. That's that's for sure. <laughs> That sounds much more interesting than the work I do. <laughs> but it's true, though, isn't it? It's true. You are technically you are a government agent. Um, uh, more, more or less, it could yeah, be. There said. are just lots of different types of government agent. So you've got like uh, government uh, yeah, yeah. agents like James Bond, who obviously you know go to different countries, kill people, and sleep with women. And then you've got uh, uh, other types of government agent who who go uh, on behalf of the Spanish government to go and do consulting on the railroad developments yeah. yeah 
Well, I, I I would prefer to do the second thing that James Bond. Really, really you'd rather? <laughs> I don't I, I don't like killing people, but the second thing is not right. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could maybe avoid doing the killing and just stick to the women, but um, I I don't yeah, think yeah. that's possible to be honest. I don't think I don't no. think the government has a, a a job for a special agent. It's like okay, 007, What we want you to do is go to this uh, m- this mysterious country on the other side of the world and sleep with as many women as possible. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think <laughs> come, come from abroad and sleep with our woman <laughs> <laughs> secretly, 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 right, secretly. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, so you're glad to be back in uh, in Spain then, I guess, at the moment. Uh, yeah, but I have to say that Mexico DF is a is a great city. It's it's great because it's large, it's enormous. <laughs> I hadn't seen such an enormous city in right. my life, but it it has a lot of very beautiful things to sightsee yeah. there, and it's very beautiful. And people there is is amazing. Yeah, I'd love to go there one day, and I plan to actually. Uh, at some point visit the place um i did have some other questions for you i was going to ask you so i've asked you about uh the the children that featured in your in your episode uh your connection to the usa uh i was oh yeah i was going to ask mm-hmm. you about jokes because you you told a few jokes in your episode what why did you choose to uh tell a few jokes in your recording well uh i i don't know how to say it, uh because i discarded so many things discarded yeah discarded that? or um yeah 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 i got rid of oh i i left i i left out so yeah. many things that uh, i said well why not but uh, as i was doing it i was thinking to myself uh when you translate a joke yeah. uh, many times it's not funny because <laughs> you know you you play you play with words yeah. and if you don't i, I don't know if there are two English jokes, the one about the skeleton and the one about the alligator, right. uh, which can be understood in yeah. English, but I don't know if the Spanish jokes were easy to understand. Was that the mother-in-law joke? Yeah, did yeah, you yeah, understand it? it still works because, ah, because yeah. it's not really ah. a specific word joke, it's more just the idea of a disaster and a, a complete disaster. Uh, they yeah they definitely work a disaster is when a, you're walking with your mother-in-law on the beach and a wave comes and, and washes her away oh my god what a disaster washes her yeah, away and then the uh then the other one is that you're walking along the beach with your mother-in-law and a wave washes her away and another wave washes her back and that's a complete disaster <laughs> yeah it still works but I, I don't know if if you in well in Paris or in in London or uh, whatever if you usually love your mother. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. In in England, it's very right. very common to make jokes about your mother-in-law. Yeah. All right. Oh yes. <laughs> so it's the same. It's thing. It's like a very old thing that people have met and told lots, right. and lots of jokes about their mother-in-law. It's it's like a, it's very old-fashioned, in fact, which is quite funny in itself. Yes. Yeah, but I'm I'm quite old-fashioned. Well, you know, some of the sometimes the old jokes are the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, it's it's great to speak to you, Javier. Um, and um, I, you know, thanks a lot for uh, sending in your funny recording. It was really great to hear you. Thank you very much. And, uh, it's it's been a pleasure. Good, good, good. Well, I hope that when you finally do listen to this, I'm not sure when this is going to get uploaded, uh, because I've got. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got um, in fact, you're the last person that I've spoken to <laughs> uh, out of everyone because you've been busy at the Mexican uh, ministry doing various secret things which we can't really talk about. 
Legacy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, you know, how you've, you've probably been saving the world, I expect. You tell us that you've been helping with the railways, but I think you've probably been fighting against sort of criminal geniuses in South America or something. I don't know. Um, you nail it. Really? Okay, well, I won't, say any, I won't say any more about that just to keep your reputation intact. Don't worry, I won't tell anyone, right. I promise. I won't publish, I won't uh, tell the entire world on, on this podcast, for example. Oh, I just did, sorry. Um, anyway, what was I saying? You're one of the last people that I've spoken to. In fact, you are the last of the uh, competition winners that I've spoken to. So I should be able to get this online pretty soon and then you'll be able to hear yourself and it'll be weird for you, um, I expect. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks very much for talking to me and congratulations again, basically. Uh, thank you very much and congratulations for your great job oh, thanks that's uh, that's great um all right great thank you and uh have a have a nice day are you actually working today or is it is it a day off for you no 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 i have to get back to work oh, now. that's a pity i have come i have come home well i live quite close to my yeah. office so i came home to to hold this conversation oh, with you okay. and now i'm getting back to to office to to complete what i haven't done yet well i'm very sorry <laughs> to like you know force you to go back to work now um no it was it was it was my choice okay. good good <laughs> I, I i'm doing it i'm doing this because i want right. it okay well excellent good i'm glad i'm sure that i wouldn't have been able to force you to do anything you didn't want to do i mean you are a government agent after all um, you'd probably, you know, I don't know. You've probably got special kung kung fu maybe, skills or something you could use on me. Yeah, maybe maybe I need some of your English skills <laughs> to combat <laughs> to combat the the evil. <laughs> I think so. I think that's the key to it: diplomatic <laughs> skills rather than you know kung fu skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black humor. Yes, I think so. <laughs> also, yeah. um, okay. the British, the yes, British humor. Yes, that famous British humor that uh, we all love and yet don't really understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We call it black humor. I don't know if yeah, black yeah. humor. Do you say that? Yes, also? we do. Yeah, uh, yeah. We uh -huh. say black humor, meaning sort of dark humor or humor with a slightly sick or twisted sort of edge to it. Um, yeah, black yeah, humor. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you think British humour is is also black humour that they're kind of the same thing? Oh, mm -hmm. Okay, that's very interesting. Are you asking? Are you asking? Yeah, me? I'm asking or, you. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Do you, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why we call, why we call it black humour, but I love uh, British humour. Oh, great. All right. Um, although many times I can't understand it, <laughs> but when I when I <laughs> when I get it, I say, "Wow, that was great." Okay. All right. Well, I I'll try and uh, you know play some more of this weird humor to you in the future on the podcast then uh, that would be great oh, excellent okay look you better get back to work you've got important uh, government business to attend to and for sure um, me too in fact well not 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 really government business i've got to write an exam it's not very glamorous oh yeah, oh make it uh, I'm try and make it as difficult as possible <laughs> poor poor <Yes>. students <laughs> yeah i'm sure some of my listeners are like oh i'm you know i'm so jealous i'd love to have luke as a teacher no not really think twice because i, I make really difficult exams <laughs> what what grammar topics are you going to oh, ask loads about? Of stuff i mean it's not mainly grammar but there is a grammar section there's like you know present perfect continuous and passive forms and conditionals oh. and articles and things like that um 
lovely promotion. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and also a really difficult reading text about American politics and an essay about, you know, like a, writing an essay. That's this. Basically, it's, it's not going to be fun. So listeners out there, if you're listening and you're thinking that you'd like to have me as your teacher, well, think again, because um, it does usually involve having to go through some punishing exam process. <laughs> <laughs> but on the flip side, on the on the positive side, I do try and tell a few jokes in class. But to be honest, Javier, you know, nine times out of ten, no one understands any of the jokes that I make. And it's either because ah. either because the joke, either because they just don't understand it because their English isn't ready, or just the joke isn't very funny. And I think it's probably a combination of the two. To be honest with you, oh, I, I think it's the first well, one. I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think actually the best is when it's well, a, it's a really good joke and then and their English is good enough and then everyone laughs and then you know we all have a good time that's the best but it doesn't happen as regularly as I'd, as I'd like it to yeah well have mercy of your students I, I, okay I'll I'll be I'll be gentle I'll be gentle yeah <laughs> gentle gentle gentleman yeah. all right great so uh, go and save the world with uh, railways and uh, I'll go and punish my students with an exam Okay. Okay. Save the world with your teaching. I'll, I'll do my right? best. <laughs> Thank okay. you very much. Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good day. Okay. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. There was definitely a kind of delay there, wasn't there, on that one? You could. It's. It made me sound so rude. Anyway, there you are. That's the end of this episode. You've heard all of the interviews with the runners-up from the Your English Podcast competition. This is, I think, probably the longest ever episode of Luke's English Podcast. At the moment, it's about one hour and 45 minutes long. I think what I'll probably do is cut that in half. Um, I think I'm probably going to have to cut it in half because an hour and 45 minutes is way too long. Thank you very much for listening to the whole thing. And uh, I'll speak to you all very, very, very soon. Thanks for voting in the competition. Have a really good day or night or morning or evening or whatever time it is, wherever you are. I'll speak to you again soon. Okay, goodbye then. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 